0: Hello and welcome to the racecaller.com Tips and Trends Podcast. I'm your host, Dermot Nolan, and this is one of two uh, podcasts this week, so don't forget as well to listen to our Cheltenham preview as well, where we'll be going through all the big races over the water this weekend and on what looks to be an absolutely brilliant card. But this podcast now, we go through all our own five to follows. We go through the horses recommended by The Race collar and the race hour communities, and we also have horses to follow from... The Imperial Racing Club, of course, who are famed because of Imperial Commander. We also have horses to follow from the likes of Fergal O'Brien, Jamie Snowden, and Paul Nolan as well, who are very kind to give us their time. So we'll go across now to the podcast where I'm joined by Dave and Rob again, because unfortunately, Eugene was too busy this evening, but again, he'll make up for it in the future. He's uh, he's probably the star of the show maybe as well, but he'll be back next week. So that's, okay, so we'll pop across now. Okay, gentlemen, how are you? Great for not too bad absolutely brilliant lads ok so as we'll uh, start this podcast now as we'll get it off to an absolute flyer we'll give the horses we fancy ourselves this season and what races lads that you think they might win in or they could go for or at least what uh, what's our discipline so we'll start off with you Dave I see you're itching to go over there and uh, who do you fancy this season
1: yeah the five I kind of have my eye on um, If I bump a bumper horse a couple of handicap hurdlers novice chaser novice I'll start off at the bottom with um Shattered Love, it's a Giggins Town horse it was with Pat Doyle last year and won it's only point to point fairly impressively Um Town has now since moved to Gordon Elliott as is, as is their way and it's been entered up in a couple of bumpers recently enough and hasn't run so it should be out soon enough um, Shattered Love with Gordon Elliot The next one, um, a novice herd follow, it won a Punch bumper last year um, for David Pipe it's owned by Harry Drew who's a good lad as well and it's Champer's on ice and um, actually gave his horses to
0: follow as well yeah
1: um, I think it's due out at Cheltenham this weekend but I'm not sure if it's going to run or not on Friday apparently yeah uh, so um, it would be one to follow because it was a decent enough bumper that it won um, not one of the main ones um, but it was still a nice performance I think the front two were well clear in that race and my novice chaser to follow is Free Expression from Gordon Elliott owned by J.P. McManus and this horse is high class over hurdles was given a kind of light campaign with a view to go novice chasing and by all accounts has been schooling very well in um, the early autumn and my two handicappers to follow one of them I think is due out at Punchtown on Sunday the 15th and that's Harvey Logan with No Noel Meads Noel's had a great start to the season and this horse won a race around this time last year um, beating Mind the Pennies who's kind of let the form down since but Slippers rode on that day and just got up on the line and the screens of a JP McManus plot job and I think he's well handicapped and could be in for a big season and the other one is probably my main horse to follow, it's Klinsman of Ed Hardy, Um, I think it has about 20-25 pounds in hand, finished behind Sandy Mount Duke in a maiden hurdle last season and then ran on well to finish fourth in a handicap hurdle on handicap debut, hasn't been seen since, which is a bit of concern but they might have been just letting him fill out because he was still a relatively small horse and I think this one could pick up a big pot at some stage during the year.
0: Absolutely brilliant, Dave. That's a fair assessment of some, uh, hopefully, some very good horses. And
2: Rob, yeah, the first one I've gone for is New World. Um, he's a presenting gelding from the Key Clark Key Clark yard. You won him a weak maiden hurdle down uh, up and down Royal. Uh, the yard I think, a lot of this horse. He's just had a wind up, so he probably won't see him until after Christmas. Maybe before, I don't know. But I think he probably wins some nice middle of the road handicap. Um I don't, he's probably not a world beater, but he's he's a nice horse. My second horse is um Timian. um a lot of people might know this horse. He was with Dermot well for a while. He was sold for five hundred thousand to go hurdling for JP. Look, he could turn out to be a triumphant horse, he could be he might not take the hurdles, you don't know, but he costs half a million, so he, you know he's Yeah, he has he to be something. He there, has to yeah. be something anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um my third horse is one that's been in a lot of people's previews, it's Tombstone. I think again, reiterate what people have been saying. He is very high class. He's gone hurdling with him now. Elliot is just so keen. On him, one of the best horses he's got in the stable. Actually, I, I think he's you know he could turn out to be a, a Don Cossack in time. My next horse is Bally Ushin. Um He won a very I w- middle of their old handy ha- uh, maiden hurdle in Navan. Um, he was keen the whole way around and he still won really really easy. The second horse probably isn't you know up to scratch, but. He won it so well that I think he could be something special. Um, my last horse is a horse called Javert. He won a novice chase in Chepstow uh, last time out. He's with Emma Lavelle. He's not got a big engine, but he jumps so well that he could just stay ahead of the handicapper if he keeps going the way he's going. So they'd be my five to follow.
0: Absolutely brilliant, Rob. Um, I'm very keen again this season, who I was last season, and very much so uh, a horse that I don't know how he won that golf slam. Bur-
1: is that horse bur- still alive?
0: He is still alive, yeah. No, he had a season off last season. He had a few niggly problems, so Willie Mullins decided to leave him off, but very much so. It was just why He was so unfancy that day for the golf bumper that Patrick Mullins got off him and went on to a Nicky Henderson horse. J.J. Burke on him, wasn't he? Johnny Burke on board, and he won so well that day, and he just... He did everything wrong. Green as anything. And that race has actually worked out relatively okay with Snow Falcon coming out of it from second, who looks, you know, is a very fair marker. And... Very much so is one who will go mainly hurting this year and could be one who's very, very good. The next horse I like has already won this season, actually, is Archive. Um, Archive beat Disco. Now, I know there is freak results at the start of a season, always. Some horses are tuned up. Some horses aren't. He did beat Disco. Did it quite well. He was fourth in on Sunday when maybe the ground got on top of him. Um, but that was a very, very nice race he wasn't far behind a few very decent horses he'll be a horse to watch when he goes handicapping maybe that win over disco didn't do his rating all the all the world of good but he'll get into those handicaps he might go baron maybe for a few months and he could pop up in some very decent handicaps next season he's a horse i really like and he's from the own griffin yard so that's archive another horse i really like is kitten rock again he won't be be going handicapping but I have an awful feeling this horse could be the one to put it up to Duvan this season in the two mile, or if he goes further, he could be one for the JLT.
1: Big time, even his run behind Fahin and Champion Hurdle, like he was very much a third third string horse for Jake McManus. He was six lengths. Behind. He was six lengths behind and
0: he pops up for something like some Merkel trial somewhere. Um he comes up against something from William Mullins, even not talking about Duvan now for a second. Um I arguably think of all the William Mullins horses that could be beaten Duvan's the one you wouldn't be plowing into. Um, Supreme Novices didn't turn out to be much. He's a machine. uh, He's a proper horse, but the likes of sizing John and uh, Kitten Rock will be there this year and they will be there to keep him honest. The next horse I kind of fancy who should have a big season is Stephanie Francis. I think the uh, Galway Hurdle form this season is going to be proven all the way out through this year to be very strong form. Max Dynamite was second. She's achieved brilliant things on on the flats since. Quick Jack won it. He's a brilliant horse. And Stephanie Francis was mullered coming over the last uh, fence, last hurdle, sorry. And she finished eighth. That was a massive run. She's due to go novice chasing. I see she was pulled out of two races last weekend, possibly due to the ground. But she's one who'll go novice chasing. Uh, Dan Skelton has already done brilliant things with pumped up kicks. And Stephanie Francis might just be that little bit better than her and could go on to achieve some big, big things. Again, mare's chases are hard to come by. But she could scrape into those, uh, those better type of races next season. I don't even know where she could end up. I think Stephanie's Francis for Team Skelting could be very good. And the last one was a horse I really fancied for the bumper last season was Janwert. And I thought he came out the last day out of the fog. You didn't see him for half his race. But by the time he did come out of the fog, he was about 10, 12 lengths clear. And he won it so supremely easily. He seems to be better for a hurdle being in front of him. Maybe all he did was boost the form of Moon Racer, who looks to be very smart. But Yanworth again, could be one for that Supreme Division. And could be keeping all those horses honest. So I think Jan Wert as well. Is well worth a follow. Okay so gentlemen. so Thanks very much for that. We'll move on now to the horses. That all those trainers were so kind to give us. Uh, just right after a commercial break. Horse
3: racing is a social sport. With unsocial media. So we created Race Caller. Letting you connect and compete. With other race fans. You can share tips. Find winners. Follow top tipsters. Follow favorite horses. Comment on any horse or race. Give thumbs up. Give thumbs down. Analyse your tipping performance. Share with your friends. Become a racing star. Or just a little bit better at finding winners. Like all good communities, games are at the centre of what we do. These tipping games are free to play, and let you decide who's worth listening to, and who is not. Some people have said it's like the Twitter bird married a fun-loving horse, but we prefer to call it Race Caller.
0: Okay, so thanks very much for coming back. So as I promised you, we have um, horses to follow here now from um, the likes of Fergal O'Brien, Paul Nolan, Jamie Snowden, Harry Drew, who owns the likes of, um, of Champers and Ice, etc. But we'll start off now with Imperial Racing. Now, Imperial Racing, they create and manage racehorse ownership syndicates for a fraction of the time and cost needed. They, they aim to allow, our, allow their owners to compete at the premier racecourses throughout the country. Now these owners are not ones to be dismissed. They've had Imperial Commander who won a gold cup. They are serious, serious operators and they're well worth a look. So you just type in Imperial Racing on Twitter and you'll see there what horses they have. But they've won that they're quite excited about as well, which is on Cashtal Newick. Correct my Irish in that maybe, but I, I think that is correct. It's for Gordon Elliott. It's a horse they've loved since they acquired him at the Goffs Land Rover sale last, uh, last year. His full brother, casual approach is also trained by gordon elliott and won the albany hurdle at Navan in september beating snow falcon a horse i've mentioned already in the process they've taken their time with him as his long-term future will be over fences but his debut at the track is fast approaching and they're very excited by his current work at home so on Castle newick could be one that you should stay on the right side of next thing now we're staying with the commanders and his deputy commander with nigel twist and davis it's a horse they've always liked since they acquired him again at the land rover sale in June 2012 he's had two runs in irish pints and for the experience in 2014 unfortunately he injured himself on the second occasion fracturing his pelvis but he's back now he's had a lengthy recuperation to start his training career at the nigel twist and the debut yard and he's already had a debut in the bumper in january 2015 he was well backed but he was very green and uh, he put in a very decent performance to finish second behind Tio's Charm, which is not the worst form at all in the world. They've also then mentioned Imperial Leader, who has top form with the likes of Melodic Rendezvous, Ballyalton, Irish Saint, and Fingal Bay. He's had a number of issues, but thanks to the patience of his owners, we we're hoping he could be on his way back. He should run in the next two or three weeks over hurdles, but he will eventually go novice chasing. So that's Imperial Leader. Imperial Eloquence. There's another one from this yard as well. He's a really exciting prospect who will be heading to Fergal O'Brien's where he'll run in some four-year-old bumpers. Iora Glass is a horse I really like as well. She will be going chasing as well. She's one of the best jumpers they've ever had apparently and going over fences will be very exciting. And the last horse then, a horse that landed me a right touch at Christmas, was Wing Crusader who, whilst he is on a very high mark, his last run went second to the Owlad reads very well and they seem to be very excited by them so just to recap on them again it's on Cashall newick who's with gordon elliott deputy commander who's with nigel twiston davis imperial leader imperial eloquence iora glass and wing crusader for imperial racing who are well worth looking at on twitter then as well as that fergal o'brien at fob racing who was very kind as well to give us four horses and they gave us barney dawn gallic warrior galveston and man from seville as their four horses to follow from the season as well as this paul nolan who's a brilliant trainer and lads we must give a note first of all for defy logic absolutely heartbreaking the horse um horse broke down at the yard last week a freak accident he'd some form beating trifolium etc he was going to be one of the good ones and it really is heartbreaking as everyone is, but Paul Nolan was very kind to take time out of his busy schedule, and he has given us horses to follow here. He's given us Tuzo, who should hopefully make into a nice staying hurdler. Fine Theatre, who should progress well in handicap hurdles. Salita, who should reach a higher mark over fences than hurdles as well, as she has looked. I'm All You Need, who still has a nice mark over hurdles, but hopefully will be a better chaser, so he could be one to watch maybe if he goes over fences a few times and reverts the hurdles after a few months. And then, and fine article, who should improve from his first run. That's a horse you like as well, Dave, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, I think he's going to make a big chaser. Um, I think he's from the family of John Cole as well, so it's a good uh, pedigree there. And I think he'd be a good chaser when he goes chasing probably next year.
0: Absolutely perfect, Dave. And as well as that, then we had Jamie Snowden, who gave us four horses as well, four novice hurdlers, he said he's quite excited about. And it was fact of the matter, Midnight Silver, Our Three Sons, and Bayrami as well. So they'd be four nice novices he said to be watching out for. I saw fact that the matter was actually well back today, but was taken out, I'd imagine, again because of the ground. So Jamie Snowden, who is a brilliant trainer, he'd be well worth watching as well. And last but not least then as well, this will apply to this weekend. It's Harry Drew, and he gives an update on some of his table stars. He said that King's Palace is fine, and we'll be going for the Paddy, Paddy Power, which is very exciting. He said, on 10th Sport 2, is very well, and will be entered for... A novice chase over the weekend at Cheltenham and Champers and Ice who ran a big race at the Punchdown Festival also runs on Friday and hopefully with a bit of luck should run a big race. So again we have to say how thankful we are to all those trainers and owners who sent us in all those horses. Um I'll put all them up on racecaller.com as well just so you'll be able to follow them. But um all those horses seem to be nice and they're well worth a follow. Okay, so we'll just take a quick commercial break.
3: Horse racing is a social sport with unsocial media. So we created Racecaller, letting you connect and compete with other race fans. You can share tips, find winners, follow top tipsters, follow favourite horses, comment on any horse or race, give thumbs up, give thumbs down, analyze your tipping performance, share with your friends, become a racing star, or just a little bit better at finding winners. Like all good communities, games are at the center of what we do. These tipping games are free to play and let you decide who's worth listening to, and who is not. Some people have said it's like the Twitter bird, married a fun-loving horse. But we prefer to call it Race Call.
0: Okay, so thanks very much for coming back to us now. Uh, we will now plough into the rest of the season. Uh, we'll start off, lads, with the, uh, the Bedford chase. This is on in two weeks' time, or the Silvino Conti race, which you can nearly know as now. He probably faces a much harder task this year. He's Q who He seems to have bounced back to the best. Silviano Conti is currently 13th day favourite. Q card at 11 to 4. I saw Don Classic is 5 to 1, but I can't imagine him running somehow, lads. Um, so, start off with you, Dave. And who do you fancy in this?
1: Yeah, there's one that's kind of been overlooked, just on a pure anti post basis, when you're going to get a, a better price than on the day. Um, and it's the Nast from David P- Pipesyard. It's not really my favourite horse in training, but I must say he's got an excellent record in this race. I think he's placed in all of his runs in the Betfair Chase and 12-1 just seems a bit too much when you consider the likes of Don Kalsak why not run and he ran a nice race behind Q Card the last day in the Charlie Hall um, it'd be a step up to beat Silviano Conti but Conti can't win in all these races forever so I'd be willing to take him on at 7-4 um, and just the other one I might mention is um, Minora who was disappointing the last day and I can't believe that was his true run it's
0: absolutely perfect Dave yeah Menor is one of those lovely old horses that we see year after year and he usually pops up in a big one and Rob
2: yeah Dave said Silviaco Conti can't win these races forever I think he can I think he's going to win this again this year and he's going to win the King George we'll get onto that in a minute 13-8 um, isn't a bad price it's a very good price um, I wasn't impressed with Q cards return a lot of people were but I, I didn't
0: After it was more the sentimental thing of oh, I like fair not horrible yeah. ones like, no, uh, fair
2: play to him but, like, winning a, I don't think he's going to beat um, Conti in this to be honest but other than that looks a fairly weak race, that's absolutely perfect.
0: Fair enough. No IB on Sylvia Conti. Lads, I think the, the million pound bonus hasn't really worked anyway, has it? Well we don't know what field's gonna show up.
1: Um like if all these decide they want to show up, like it'll be a great race. But um I can see it being a less than eight... But it's kinda
0: become tiered nearly. It's like the Leinster Championship, let's say, without Dublin in football or, you know, anything like that. It's it's a good analogy. It it has though. It's oh, become tiered. The, <laughs> the jumping system, like you know, it's become there's the Gold probably. Cup horses and then there's these lads who are you know
1: if they're going to put on the million pound bonus they should have moved this in the calendar to probably February even a couple of weeks earlier or moved to Hennessy a couple of weeks later because to be honest if you're a Hennessy horse you're not going to run to Hennessy and the King George but the attraction is there at Hennessy because it's probably a higher standard of race and Haydock especially with the weather we're having Haydock will be absolutely bottomless and people will not want to run their horse at Haydock because the ground is just taken out and ruin horses for the rest of the
2: season. The one thing I you found very interesting was that they they didn't announce this till about two or three months yeah before. Like so, I mean, if you're Willie Mullins, you're gonna say like he he's not he's never gonna have a horse that's gonna do all this because he doesn't aim his horses at these early early season targets. I mean, Jack Adam was barely was well, the Ruby, who
0: said, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. His horses so start you're, training. You're thinking Paul
2: Nichols is, but November. If, if County handles Cheltenham, then you'd have a viable horse for it, but he doesn't. So. It's a bit of a moot point.
0: Yeah, that's actually very fair, lads. Okay, so move on to a race that's maybe a bit more exciting. I love Cunny Gray. Uh, is he as good as Demon is the big question. He has to give over a stone to Sapphire De Roo. And as well as that, lads, Bob's work gets 22 pounds in, in this race. Louisville All Horse, couldn't see him winning it. I quite like
1: Vroom Vroom Mag in this. So, Dave, give us your assessment. Big L plot job from Nicky Henderson, huh? To get they- Bob's <laughs> well <worthwhile> handicaps. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I couldn't be back in Bob's Word. Fair enough, he won that race at um, Aintree the weekend. But Simon Sigfeld, nothing off the bridle. Purple Bay was disappointing. And the, Rebecca, schooling yeah, session. Yeah, the Rebecca Curtis horse fell early on. So yeah. it wasn't a race at all. Like I'm interested in this mad place. Ran a cracker in the race last year and was well fancied. And Alan King came out afterwards saying that he should have got a run in beforehand. He's gotten that run in. He w- won beating Fingal Bay, who, while has his quirks, is a fair enough yardstick. Um, yeah, a horse I quite like, but yeah. just he doesn't win enough for me now at this stage smart place for 12 to 1 there'll be a couple on the day I'll probably have a, a poke at each way depending on what the vibes are around but smart place at the moment
0: and you'll be firmly against Coni Grey.
1: he's not Deming and he hasn't proven to be Deming yet so like Deming won a second Hennessy off the top weight the yeah. first time he won it he wasn't off that big a weight so if he does it all hell Coni Grey, but um, at the prices with the weight he has to carry I couldn't be backing him yeah no I
0: actually do think he can carry the weight I think he's uh, he's superb I watched his his Gold Cup win again the last day that was just guts like it was just brilliant and I genuinely think he's. Uh, if he was trained by a Paul Nichols or a Nicky Henderson, he would be this, three to one favourite now this, for the Gold Cup this next annoys,
2: year. This annoys me now. I, I, I agree with you, but what this annoys me is the fact that he isn't. He isn't trained by Willie Mullins and he isn't trained by Paul Nichols. He's trained by a, 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 a worse trainer, and that's that's that's. And he's and he's, trained, and he's got a worse jockey. Yeah, I mean, but you can't say
0: they're worse because they've they've done an absolutely superb job. Of worse
1: it. the wrong word. But I know what Rob's trying to say. A lesser known. Who probably wouldn't have the facilities of a Paul Nichols or Willie? He doesn't Nichols have the
2: Willie horses Modes. that Willie has for a reason, and he doesn't have the, p- the horse that Paul Nichols has for a reason. And I'm not saying he's a bad trainer. I'm just saying, and I, I think as well. I know, but in that to, case, Rob, nobody to, else would get horses. Coming down to the last, who do you want? Your who do you want? Your horse? Do you want Nico de Bonville in your horse? Do you want Ruby Walsh in your horse? I, I personally think that
0: with the rise Nico de Bonville did last year on Whisper at Aintree on worth on Sunday. Yeah,
2: he he, he deserves.
0: All I'd put rest. him on any one of my horses.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be my it wouldn't be my first pick, lad, as I'll tell you that
1: um, just <laughs> no
0: another question would you say and you're completely another thing about they had beforehand and they had cruders, uh win a Paddy Power they had him win uh, he was second in an injury ball of 66 six to 1 they just haven't got horses and when they got the horses they've actually made them count very very much so uh, even Flintham and everything they're, they're handling everything they get very very well know,
2: fair more power to them and you know like uh, they've done a great job with them both. I you know what you're saying though. It, it, it annoys me that point of people saying if he was trained with someone he's not I mean he's, he's trained with someone who's just probably not as good I mean Mullins is a genius that's the facts that
1: matter it's probably a good thing he's trained by the Bradstocks <laughs> instead of Willie Mullins or Paul Nichols because he probably would have been a forgotten horse and he probably wouldn't have got yep. put into the races he would have been put in a novice chase last year
0: he would have ran in the RSA yeah. and, and he, he wouldn't even been guaranteed to win yeah. that against now
1: my only thing against him as well in this race is he's not going to I'm not going to say he got an easy lead in the Cheltenham Goal Cup but he got an and easy enough lead Yeah yeah. He's going to be taken on here It's going to be ferocious paced And whether this is A long enough test from Like Newbury is not The Cheltenham Hill there Let's be honest So He Might not get the lead he needs It's long uh, running though that. It is a long running But it's not a steep no. I see him doing what
0: many clothes did last year He'll just be gone yeah, and uh, I think Fair enough He like might do bottomless. That's That's, yeah. that's that's what I see it happen, you know, is that many clouds just got the, got the run, went through the mud and just stayed there. Because no horse could, could come out of the pack. I mean, who blunded his was secondary last year? You know, like, it, it's not. I just think, this early in the season, couldn't I hope he wins, but I do agree with the lads. I couldn't back him at 9-2, is he? Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't back him at that. Now, if he was 9-2 in the day, i take it. Um, but I couldn't back him now. Um, for sentimental reason because he won me a gold cup. I would have went each way on Bob's worth, but ten to one is a disgrace, uh, considering what he's actually achieved over the last sixteen months.
1: She's three stone on land.
0: <laughs> If Vroom Vroom Mag runs and she's fourteen to one, I think she she could go very well. albeit Jack Adam last season would turn you off as uh, as Rob told me off air. So Rob, who would you fancy here?
2: Yeah, I've i kind of stolen everything you've just said there, there. Bob's worth is one I'd like to see win, yeah, and I think if he it. was twenty to one, I'd back him, but. I was lucky enough to go to Willie Mullins's yard last year, and I was talking to, him about, uh, talking to him about Jack Adam, and he said he wasn't fully wound up for the race, but off these low weights you have to go for them. With that in mind, I wouldn't back for, for a mag. I can see why you're. She's probably. She's oh, she's sh- brilliant. She is good horse, like, yeah. and she's boy. A, a sire I have a lot of time for. But I don't think I'd. I'd be. Um, I'd be playing into her. Convey is too short. As I'm, I'm, struggling to find that. To be honest.
0: That's absolutely no problem. Hello, Rob. Yeah. Me and Dave danced around it as well, but at the moment I wouldn't have a bet in the race myself anyway, Dave, would you? would
1: be all over small place.
0: All over small place for Dave, so that's absolutely perfect. Right, lads, we move on now to a race that um, I've earmarked all, all season. And I've been uh, me and Dave were actually on at the races, uh cheering this horse home in the Punchstone got cup.
1: They actually used for an advertisement campaign for the stone as well, so uh, whenever my royalty checks ready at the races will <laughs> be it, fine. You can contact us here at the races. But um <laughs>
2: I might bluff my way into that as well, actually. <laughs>
0: But will buy you a pint, Rob. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, so, lads, we I'm all over Don Cossack for King George with or without Vator. Um I'm going to open the floor up here now. Uh, I'll start with you, Rob. I don't think Fatour stays three miles. I think Don Cossack looms up behind Silvianico Conti. Conti finishes second. Don Cossack finishes first, first. And then they all finish in a big bunch of third, like they did last year behind him. And that's what I think. That's so why I see the race going. I don't see Vettor staying. If he does, I'm wrong. I'll accept it. But I think this could be the one Richie horse that I take on and I beat.
2: Yeah, I think um, looking at that Ryanair last year, it was probably one of the most impressive national performances I've ever seen since looking back on you know, videos of Vista Brack and stuff. Um, I think from, with my gambler's hat on, I'd probably back Silviac Conti each way because I think he'd be in the first three and you've got a good chance of him winning. You know, Paul Nichols will have targeted this race from a long way off, known he's not gonna go to Cheltenham. A lot of these horses will have one eye on Cheltenham, like Vator, like Don Cossack, Don Cossack especially. His main ta- target of the year will be the Gold Cup, not the King George. I am not saying he can't yeah. win both, but I'm just saying the Sylvia Conti will be ready to run for his life.
0: See I think they're still scared about him not get not being a Cheltenham horse and I think he'll be fully wound up for this. and I think Gordon Elliott is small but as well just to throw that out there he wants to prove a point to Kiggins that he
1: can handle these better horses yeah and the fact he's had two runs already would suggest that he's been primed for a King George campaign and then he'd be given a break in January if everyone and everyone brought back up to the boil back for the Gold the, Cup the, the, yeah the spring festivals
0: because I love the last as well did you see that when um, Gordon Elliott was asked after or the, the grade one down Royal uh, what did they say to him uh, so what race is he aimed at definitely the Gold Cup and then they asked Eddie O'Leary Gold Cup or the Ryanair it's like they're still trying to move this horse back to the Ryanair and I can't see Gordon Elliott taking it this year anyway.
1: No, the reason he was beating the Ryanair was because he wasn't quick enough to go with them when they quickened down the hill and his jump and let him down because of the pace they were going. Whereas Go Cup's a boat race.
2: From <laughs> <laughs> from a from a, a price perspective though, lads. I couldn't back. I couldn't that. back. Again,
1: do you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, on the day before yes. Like you're looking
2: at a, a horse like Sylvia Conti. Okay, like, uh, he's been around a lot. for the I mean, King, King George. He's, yeah, he's only a nine-year-old though. Like I mean, like he's, still, uh, Condi, he's six, but
0: like he's still Condi gets no respect for what he's actually done. Just because you're not a Cheltenham horse, that's like saying beef or salmon was crap. You know, just because <laughs> you don't handle Cheltenham doesn't make you a bad horse.
2: I uh, know. I think he's a great price he's for a the King George. For the King George, I think he's a great price.
0: Absolutely perfect. What
1: price is he? He's about six seven to one. Six seven to one. That's that's
2: very fair. Now, Dave.
1: Yeah, um when I'm looking at these anti post races I kinda of look for the bigger price, hoping to maybe Do you win. really? <laughs> <laughs> maybe to Here, hang on, who's who's nap landed at the Breeders Cup? That's Come it, we out. do
0: have to we do have to say that David's David was the uh, the sole nap winner at the uh, Breeders' Cup. And at the arc meeting as well. I oh, we did no I think three oh, of our no arcs. arcs. Rob was the only one whose nap didn't land at the um, <laughs> at the arc meeting. Sound jet, sound
1: <laughs> jet. <laughs> so uh, Dave, sorry. Um yeah, so as I was saying, I look at like, you look at the bigger because the markets are the top four in the markets are probably overbet a little bit and they probably have more scope in their price to drift out. Um like there's Captain Chris here is forty to one. Um on the Shannon is a shorter <coughs> price than Captain Chris, which is absolutely radis- ridiculous.
0: Is that on the Shannon that beat that one on the Oliver
1: Cannon? Or? Yeah. Is it a shorter serious. price
0: for the King George than Yes,
1: it's forty to w- sorry. Captain Chris is fifty to one, and On the Shannon's is forty to one. Oh,
0: okay, really, yeah, oh, yeah that's that's right. it. Captain Chris good.
1: has an excellent record around Kempton. Has run this race previously. Probably this will be his target because he doesn't go the other way around. And I think the bookies
0: are just scared of Oliver McKeon. Remember he landed to forty to one, and yeah, yeah, fair enough.
1: It's not what it's be would On the Channel, though. No, it's I'll like it. pair the horse. I backed it a couple of times, but like I hope he does win. It, but yeah. <laughs> he's not, he, he won't um, be carrying my money. So yeah, Captain Chris at a big price loves it around Kempton and loves going right-handed. Um, and O'Falen's boy as well at a massive price. We need to make sure his horse is still all well and hopefully for the yard it is, but it won a decent enough RSA. Um not last Cheltenton Chelten before and could be a bit underrated. If that comes out and wins or places, it'll be half that price. So that's the kind of point of view I'm looking at. Price you can take now and offset it maybe later on in the year.
0: It's absolutely perfect. Dave, that all sounds really, really good. Um again I'm just so keen on Don Cossack. I do agree with the lads though I couldn't back him now at the moment at 7-2 um, to 2 or 4-1 to 1. I will be waiting uh, for on the day I reckon the bookies are going to try and take this one on especially if a tour
1: runs I reckon you'll get 4-5-1 to Ah uh, sure all the nonsense from the English on Twitter and stuff like that um, They completely nice. don't rate Don Cossack no, at they? all um, there was a guy I was talking to the other day, and he was saying that all Don Casick does is canter around in three, four runner fields and yep. in grade ones. Um, when he don't look the I'd rode the same guy that night. I <laughs> he, that's, that's a message to tell him get, get on to him <laughs> when he won a a, ch- a seven goal Cup going away from the second and third horse and Cheltenham Gold Cup. I and beat him more impressive than Coney Green. And also beating Q Card fair enough probably below Par Q Card by twenty six lengths in at Aintree. So like it's completely dumbfounded what you're saying but anyway Uh, this leads us into the Gold Cup chat actually lads because we are going to move on to
0: Cheltenham now Uh, we're going to just maybe speed Cheltenham up a bit because we'll be doing podcasts again where we can mention Cheltenham I think Cheltenham's over talked about at this time of the year I don't agree with people's assessment that Don Cossack's not a Cheltenham horse Uh, I'm not going to talk about Don Cossack now for the next five minutes don't worry he fell his first year when he wasn't right he was beaten by Bally Casey who's a dog so I mean it's as simple as that Don Cossack like, wasn't right that season. They tried everything on him and he just wasn't popping whatever was wrong with him. Last season, as they've said, he was bullied out of it by a brilliant McCoy on Uxie Zandra. And I thought Brown Cooper left a small bit to be desired in that he hurried him up too late. He was sitting, he, he thought he was sitting on, on a Ferrari. And when he went to push him along, he made the mistake and the problem was he didn't have the time then to make it up. He, f- he plugged on brilliantly then for third and at Cheltenham completely... Flew that form out the window by hammering the second Matt as well in that race at Aintree and a puncher sound. He was just so impressive. Has to prove that he goes left-handed. But lads, of the Willie Mullins four, so the big four races we were looking at was the champion hurdle Faheen uh, champion chase on the score. You have the world hurdle which is a race we will actually cover a small bit because it is open at least.
1: I've one for the champion chase. Thanks very much.
0: Absolutely <laughs> oh, Fair enough. Absolutely brilliant Dave. And for the gold cup Lads um, What's your best bets Do you think Of the Cheltenham meeting In general I'll right. Start off with you
1: Dave well, Champion Hurdle is an absolute Disaster Faheem, There's no point in Even when he's just Get on now Put everyone on it um, Champion Chase I quite like God's Own Fair enough People yep. might think I'm a bit mad But I Yeah sure. I a bit mad <laughs> <laughs> If you look at his Arco run last year Behind Underso it was a He's the first horse To worry to Yeah And Tom George came on Before the race In fairness to him um, the Halton Go Cup at Exeter, and just said the ground's gone completely against us. So draw a line through that. It's a spring horse. He won a great One at Punchestown, novice chase, beating some good types, and what well, probably was a messy race and a good ride with Barry Garrity, and gave on the sole race there. I just think he's overpriced at thirty three to one, and won't put that price on the day. He'll be half that. Um, he if he chases him home, you're happy enough anyway. oh yeah. yeah, Um, World Hurdle. It's ground's deep. Martello Tower has a great chance. Yeah. Um. Depends how he's campaigned this year, but by all accounts, Barry Connolly said he's going to be given a.
0: And Barry Connell just stick in that yard for a second. He needs a big winner this year. They, they, he has spent a lot of money without. Yeah.
1: They're in flying form, though. And
0: oh, Anthony's they are. Doing they're a great they're job flying now, but uh, he's a brilliant owner. He's great for the sport, the handling nice, of everything. They have a nice ho-
2: horse there today on Nice called Maracouche He could turn out to be quite nice.
0: I mean, That'd be good. They get it. Went silly as well, who was brilliant. Uh, really like the trainer. Our Connor is obviously still a massive loss to him, but yeah, uh, no sorry, the horse
1: um, and just Windsor Park as so well. I know you're going to talk a bit more on him. Are you?
0: No, I'm taking on Windsor Park. Are but what? Whisper.
1: I'm on. I've faked you before.
4: <laughs>
0: Whisper gets a clear campaign, like he didn't last year. Yeah, he wins the same world for um, Yeah, they yeah. might
1: they might actually drop him down to two miles. To try and get place money in the would be reasonable in the champion hurdle and maybe even be far in by outstaying, but I don't think that's. Possible. I don't think that's possible either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the world hurl Jesky's out, which is disappointing, and it doesn't look the greatest renewal win of the, the world hurl Hopefully, they actually grow a set. Richard, I'm looking at you and run any power in this race again because I think she'd have a great chance. Um,
0: no, was that confirmed? She goes for the mares oh, For God's sake,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be might have a tower if, if it's ground soft at Windsor Park. If it's it's good soft. That's in the world Hurdle
0: World hurdles, perfect. Uh, Rob, what's your best bet for the Cheltenham Festival or for anything this this season actually? Yeah,
2: Dave right about Champion Hurdle. It's very hard to have a have a bet in that now.
0: You'd say evens is the, <laughs> the price of the year, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Like oh, 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 you're going to say I'm mad, but like my ten to yours is is one that. People are like, to deceive. He's, he's if 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 he settles, I think he's he's got a huge chance. He should have won the champion hurdle that year. He was pulling McCoy's arms out, coming around the top of the bend, and I think he could be one that maybe people have forgotten about. He's fourteen to one.
1: If there was eight runners, and it was fourteen to one. I can see your point, but I doubt there's going to be eight runners.
2: He's going to run the fight in fifth, so we'll let we'll we'll know. Who, I'm not going to back him anti-post now. I'll we'll see how he gets on that, and if he runs well now, I might back him anti-post. But yeah, I think he's one that maybe from left field that could oppose for him. Simon Sig was one that the other day a champion chase. I thought could be a bit of value if he stays on that trip. I thought he, he did everything right except go past Bobsworth. Um, yeah, and
0: over th- two miles, Bobby Long, take on, on the score early.
2: Yeah, actually, do you know what my I'll best what bet? Happens. My best bet of the, of the year is, is for the champion chase and it's to lay under so because I think there's so many variables in that horse, especially with the ground and the way you have to ride him and so many horse come back from with the champion chase. I think, I know he's, like, he's he's very good, like, it but really I think... He's very, you know, he's he's very vulnerable.
1: I can he see could a fall. point. Yeah, I can see a point in taking him. He's on. He's
2: gonna hit one one day. I yeah. you know, touch
1: wood. He doesn't, but he's gonna hit one one day. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see why you could take him on, as I'm doing as well. But I, I couldn't lay him. I couldn't bring myself to lay him because clear rounds, he wins, he wins comfortably.
0: Absolutely perfect. So, Rob, so your best bet would be to lay under To would Lay under skull, as that is that's that's the show we're all looking for. Mm. Uh, mm. My actual bet of the the whole thing would be whisper at eight to one in the world hurdle. He's just brilliant. Uh, he had a very hard year last year. Went novice chasing. Didn't work out. But other than that, he was flawless at injury. He actually ran a great race in the world hurdle last year and fifth, uh, when he just wasn't
1: fully fit. it's, it's, it's sorry to cut cross is grand? Cole Harden been overlooked this year. Cole massively or, 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 or did he no. get an easy lead no. and get in the field. He didn't at t- Chatham last year, very few horses came back to field.
0: Yeah, which was a f- new thing. Mm. I, I but why they got Genuine good ground In a few years perhaps oh, oh. Zarkander was unlucky In that race as
2: well actually. Very unlucky And if Zarkander Hadn't he's not made he's out them the season. I think he th- There was a rumor around. Yeah, he's, he's completely out, out. Completely yeah. out for the season, sure. yeah. Anyway listen But um, <coughs> I think No I think I think Cole Hagen y- y- You can you can overlook that horse I think he's They're saying about He's had a wind operation He's a new horse But I just think He just nicked from the front And sometimes you just have to Look at that form and go Maybe it just wasn't I agree
1: with you I, w- I wouldn't
0: I've been a poor world hurdle disappointing thing with the world hurdle. I think we're the first podcast ever to be folks on the world hurdle we're looking at Cheltenham uh, don't you hate three mile
4: hurdle races
0: I do bar this in fact, I actually love this race uh, at, at the Cheltenham Festival a three mile handicap hurdle I'd rather shoot myself in the head than, than, than watch this
1: uh, the pretend hurdle oh I hate I, it. I think Conti could be a plot job for that <laughs> he's qualified for
0: it. oh and for the Cheltenham Festival as well, yeah. and for the Grand National it's uh, actually not a bad show uh, yeah but whisper eight to one for the world hurdle uh, he's beaten most of this field already. This field actually took a bit of a thumping with Jeski. I'd nearly put Bob's word into it as well if I was them and uh, go for the goal go for the Grand National as well. I'd actually stick him yeah. over hurdles now. and go sure, we yeah. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a
1: vintage gold cup? Got <laughs> a vintage world hurdle. A
0: vintage world hurdle is right, so lads. Yeah, so that's uh, my best of the year, and the other one as well that I actually forgot to give as part of my horses to follow is value at risk is a horse i absolutely adore and the second he's priced up for the rsa market i will be taking him i actually might request this evening as well i think value at risk is superb he's been a chaser in waiting and him for the rsa or the jlt will be massive so lads i think that pretty much covers everything from us uh thanks very much for joining me don't forget now the other podcast for the Cheltenham open meeting that is up there as well we'll catch you all next week
4: We are looking for the best horse racing tipsters. Some say they are a rare breed, and live in the newspaper, on the radio, and in the TV. We disagree. We think they live among us. Hidden in the long grass of everyday life, scared to reveal their true selves. So we created Race Color. A safe haven for these geniuses of the Gigi's. People that can get inside a horse's head. So far we have found them on the bus, at work, hill-walking with a friend, reading in the gym, being thrown out of their home. If you find them, do not approach directly. Just follow them from a safe distance on race collar.